Hey, baby. Hey. Naomi and Andy here with yep. a quick cue slash request. Yes. So, okay, Acast is doing these audience surveys, okay? We put the link in the show notes. The link is going to be in the link tree on our on Instagram and everything like that. Here's the thing, Naomi. Yeah. You know, we're already pretty choosy about the ads right. that we allow on the show. No weapons manufacturers. Raytheon, get out of here. Yeah. Screw off, Raytheon. But we want to make sure that the ads are kind of tailored to y'all. Right. Okay? Right? Say you want to hear ads for a different world DVD box sets. We need to know that. We, we need can to go out that. to them. We can get the word <laughs> out. But we only can get the word out if you give us the word. So you got to fill out the survey. It is quick, quick, quick. And it just lets us know if the ads you're hearing are the right ads for you. Yeah. So get on over to the show notes where that link is or the Couples Therapy link tree and fill out that quick survey so we can pass the word on to ACAST. All right. Roll it. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Forgotten is a new podcast about hundreds of young women who have disappeared and turned up dead in Juarez, Mexico, right across the border from El Paso, Texas. It's a story about borders, migration, and corruption. We talk to victims' families, FBI agents, and a former U.S. ambassador to understand why these crimes have remained unsolved. Listen to Forgotten Women of Juarez on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Open your hearts and loosen your butts. It's time for Couples Therapy. Yeah, this podcast is Andy and Naomi's, where they can both laugh and hang with all their homies, talking excellent vacationing with brunches and cuddling, to messy situationships and conscious and coupling, from Netflix hookups to single them with some Hulu, text sex regrets or feeling on your new jubu. They gon' talk about it, ah, yeah, you are invited, ah, needing therapy, I guarantee, baby, we got it. It's Welcome to Couples Therapy. My name is Andy. I am Naomi. And we are a real-life couple. A real-life couple of comedians. And on Couples Therapy, we take the best sets from our live show, where we have comics who are close, do sets together about the relationship, and bring them to your ears. And we also talk here in the studio. <laughs> hey, I'm feeling... Uh, hello, Naomi. How are you? I wanted to say I'm feeling a little... <laughs> so our producer uh, is not here yet. Uh, she is on vacation. She's like, I don't know if I'll, I'll uh, be back in time to be there with you recording. So we are... Uh, I, I just played the theme song on my phone. And you won't hear because we cut it out then. But then it just started playing other random songs. <laughs> and it's thrown me for a loop, Naomi. I know. You can't, you were like, we'll be fine. We can make it happen. And I was like, we are nothing without her. But now my phone is plugged into this and I can play any song I want. And that's literally my nightmare. Can you please not even take that? Can you please not even avail yourself of that opportunity? Sure, you don't want to hear some hop along? Absolutely not. I don't even know what hop along is. That's hop along. <laughs> Stop. Stop. Okay, okay. Andy, it's like I feel like you have two types of music you like, which are like women who sound like ghosts. And, <laughs> not hey, not and then like men who haven't gone through puberty. And both of them like just don't greet my ear. It does not greet my ear there, in the way there, that it's supposed to. There's a handful of of uh, deep voiced men. <laughs> uh magnetic fields every once in a while you'll I'll get a deep voiced dude. Yeah. But yes, but you are you're correct. The ethereal women. And the uh, the castrato men. 
I know it's like right for the genre. It's just like I hear it and I'm always like, ugh. I like I don't know. I'm always like I'm being cursed. I hear some of those ghostly women and I feel cursed. Um, I know you've already had a busy, full, rich day, and here we are in the studio, but it also feels like, you know, you're also you're still reeling from the events of yesterday. I can feel <laughs> I can feel I can feel yesterday's energy on you today. And for the listener, let's just break down. You know where you're. Why are you on edge? I was I was talking to someone uh, else today, and I was we were talking about repression, and I was uh, saying like, well, you know, I repress all my emotions, and uh, so whatever the anger I was feeling yesterday is is now repressed. So it's there. It's just a high. It's like a bond. It's like it's like a uh, a landmine in my soul. <laughs> <laughs> but and is someone who knows you very well, you're the one who's going to step on it. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You're going to step yeah. on the bouncing Betty and then it's going to explode in your face and you're going to be like, what did I do? Exactly. <laughs> All because of the West Hollywood target. Yes. <laughs> listeners, you heard him right. Andy went to target on a Sunday and it has left him broken. I, w- I just want to say this, Naomi. I feel like some, like when, when you hear people on a podcast in Hollywood <laughs> complaining about like a normal thing. Like my flight wasn't good. <laughs> like stuff like that. And everyone else is just like, boo hoo. You know, a meth lab next door just blew up. Well, I'm from, I just want to say I'm from Pennsylvania. I worked in supermarkets for years. Okay, you like Let's go over- through them now. No, twice. You overselling Pathmark. like what you used to do Giant. is equally condescending. So what I'm going to say is No, I'm just saying that like I know what it's like to work in a maybe not a big box retail store or maybe not a what would you call uh, a department store? Is that what Target is now? I think it's a big box retail. I never worked at Boscovs. Sorry. But you know what? <laughs> I've had to stock. I've had to get carts. Yeah, you know what it is to interface with the public in a retail setting. So when they cut my ankles, when they <laughs> sit there and slash my Achilles tendon with a box cutter, wow, you know I have a reaction, and not a. But it's not. I'm what I'm trying to say is it's not like the privileged reaction. It's not like it's not like everything here has to be perfect. It's that hey, I worked in this store and I made things good for the customers. So don't you know? Don't shove me in a cart. And push me into traffic. That's what I'm saying. Right, right. Don't push me into a cart and tell me it's raining. <laughs> and yet I go there. And just, not only is everyone unhelpful, but I'm also surrounded. Here's the thing, Naomi, also. And maybe listeners, you feel this too. I have a generic love for humanity. And a specific hatred for specific people. Specifically, <laughs> everyone I'm shopping with, whenever I'm shopping. Well, Andy has a lot of problems with the speed at which people walk also at which they roll their items um do you guys remember that issue of x factor by peter david where he had no. uh dr samson from Isn't the this hulk like, this is what he does this is what he does psychoanalyze everyone in x factor and they talk to quicksilver who can run fast you so much <laughs> Naomi, quicksilver is like the flash for the okay, marvel universe i know about quicksilver because i do like days of future past so the movie Quicksilver is talking about how you know the reason why he's so angry and arrogant all the time is because he's moving at such a faster speed than everyone right I'm Quicksilver (laughs) that is so sick you are not Quicksilver you are just in your world and when you go out to shop you have to deal with the fact that everybody else is in their world. We all walk on our path, right? Like we set out, and I don't mean just, I don't mean um, emotionally or whatever. You do. Why don't you? I mean like literally. Embrace when, your inner Ayanla. No, I just mean literally physically when you're walking. When I go to the grocery store and I'm like, I want to get to there. I have the direction in the way I'm, I'm going to get there. But then I have to deal with the fact that like other people who are going to like come in and they're on their own trajectory. And it's very annoying, which is why I wouldn't go with you to Target in the first place. Andy wants to go to Target on a Sunday. Okay, I'm not fucking with any of that on a weekend, okay? If it's a weekend, I know it's going to be a dark, dark, evil place. My best shopping is Tuesday at 3 p.m. You know, it's not going to be as crowded. You don't have as many people to deal with. And... The shelves won't be picked clean. You got to get there on delivery days when they're stocked, baby. Do you follow, like, you know how in, in movies where there's a vigilante, they always have like a, a police 
a scanner. scanner. Yeah. Yeah. Are you like that with with uh, with Target, where you have a like scanner that tells you when they've yeah. got a shipment coming in? Yeah. Target and sushi restaurants. <laughs> I won't eat raw fish on a weekend. You know that's my rule. Again, no one's it, nothing has necessarily happened, but my theory is like you couldn't have gotten me fresh raw fish within the last forty eight hours. Mama didn't raise no fool. Here's the here's the and I almost want to call them today. Here's the real thing. This is the real I was gonna say thorn in my side, but I'm gonna say hundred thorns in my butthole. Okay. Whew. Which is uh I you know what? Again, I worked in supermarket for many years. Many supermarkets for many years. And <laughs> uh I know what it's like to uh, so I pack my own my own bags. You know what? I'm not gonna put that on you, the cashier. I'm an adult. I can pack my own bags. So I'm doing that, but then it came time to pay. So there's one bag left. I'm, I, I pay, and I take my bags, and I go. And I'm in the, the lift, because we still don't have a car here in Los Angeles. That and is I, our journey. Please don't judge. And I notice they left off one of the items. They left it out of my bag. A and file a, folder for you. An accordion expanding file folder. 24 pockets, baby. I got to get my papers in order. It's and, it's a pair of pants for a raver. Twenty four pockets. <laughs> that was they were shaking your head, but I felt I, like, like that was good. I can't. But honestly, if you're happy, then I'm happy. So I call them and I go, "Hey, left one of the items. I don't own a car. I can't get back there easily. Can you just take it off my bill?" And the the person that answered the phone goes, uh, "We can't do that. You have to come back and we have to review the." Review the what you call security security cam, cam footage. footage to make sure you didn't. Now they could have just this was like right afterwards. They could have walked over to the cashier, asked her, and seen that it was there. But instead, they just give me this kind of pat thing, and I go, "Well, can I talk to your manager, please?" I did pull the, the "Can well, I talk to your manager?" card. Well, you must. They said yes, and then I got hung up on. Called back, same thing. Got hung up on again. Two hangups, really, Target. And again, I'm not being a jerk about this. I'm saying. Well, look, I, that's not possible. I can't get back there to review. Like, like it's a crime. Like, like I know. Like, that's the part that's so crazy. Like, we have to review the security footage to see if you didn't leave with the 24 pocket file folder. Go ask the homegirl. She will know. <laughs> oh, I got a file folder here. Because we've all, if not worked in a store, been to the store where you know when somebody decides not to buy something or they leave it right there. The cashier holds onto it for a little bit, and then at certain times, people come and pick up the items that the have take been left. Backs. The take backs. And so it's like, this is not complicated. And yet, Target is up in here complicating matters. Call back a third time, and then another person answered, and they give me a number for the corporate entity of Target. As though the corporate entity will know what happened yesterday at a Target location in California. Like, I don't think it gets better the higher up you go. No one's going to suddenly, like, have the answers. <laughs> Nobody in corporate is going to be like, if anything, in six to eight weeks, you'll get a gift card for $10 in the mail. So that's where I am emotionally, Naomi. I know. Do I deserve my anger? Am I, I you know, I'm, as we're telling this tale, this tale, it is. Tale it is a, a tale for the ages. Tale is a strong word, but all right. I am a modern Rudyard Kipling, minus <laughs> his crazy racism. But I am. I do. I am. I entitled to this anger, or in a nightmare of a world, <laughs> do I have to let it go? You have to let it go. I mean, folks, it's an, no. It's annoying, and I don't. The, the thing is, you've been charged for an item you didn't receive. That is not going to fly. You're going to have to get your money back, but you have to release the rage because it's literally you you drinking the poison and waiting for the other target to die. Fix my life. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. You got to get free. <laughs> Y'all, listen to me. We are trying to get you free. We are also trying to get you to come to a live show. Ain't that the truth, then? Oh, my God. Uh I'm so excited for the next one, 4-6, April 6th. April 6th, 8 p.m. at the Virgil here in Los Angeles. We got Caitlin and Jamie from the Bechtel cast. We've got Marcella and Lydia from being really good stand-ups and <laughs> woman, good friends. Woman Crush Wednesday. <laughs> woman Crush Wednesday. Okay, I was like, is there a specific thing you want me to? We've also got Dwayne Perkins and Asia Bullock. Hilarious comedians so that is going to be wonderful you guys if you have any interest in coming to the show go to couplestherapypod.com for tickets and information hey speaking of tickets if you don't live in los angeles 
but you want to support the show, we have a Patreon right now. If you subscribe to it, is that what the word is? Subscribe? It's $5 a month. You get two extra episodes that are just me and Naomi. They are exclusive to Patreon. You pay that. No one else is ever going to. No one else is ever going to hear him but you. Two special episodes every month. So again, go to... I feel like that's a good value. I think it's a really good value, and we're all about value here. Um, also, you guys, we love to give advice. As you can tell, I want to be an Ayanla, okay? And I'm here to fix your life. If you have questions about relationships, friendships, anything going on, and you want two unlicensed comedians to answer these queries... Why don't you hit us up on our new call-in number? 323-524-7839. You can play that back again, but you can also find all of this information on CouplesTherapyPod.com, including where to get tickets for the live show and all that stuff. By the way, Naomi, we're going to be recording an advice episode in the next week or two. So if, if you've been thinking about it, folks, call in now. Leave that voice message. Yeah. And you guys, if you can't get out to a couple's therapy, maybe you want to see little old me, Naomi, out in these streets. I will be traveling a little bit. You guys, on April 4th, I will be in Portland, Oregon, performing on Live Wire Radio. That's at the Alberta Theater in Portland, Oregon. Then, April 11th to 13th, you can find me at Vermont Comedy Club in Burlington. A whole weekend in Vermont, baby. You know I'm going to be eating at Ben & Jerry's. Then, April 25th to 27th, I will be at the Comedy Attic in Bloomington, Indiana. I'm, like, kind of nervous. I've never been to Indiana. I don't know what the vibe is. So, if you want to come out to the Comedy Attic in Bloomington, Indiana, April 25th to 27th, that's where I'm going to be. So, yeah, there's a lot going on, you know, and it would just be good to see you, connect, talk, do a, you know, Patreon for you, whatever. What does that mean? I don't know. (laughs) Do you think? I did a lot of promotion and I feel sick. I feel sick. Do you think a live Patreon is when someone pays to see your stand-up? Yes, that's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is to be an IRL Patreon. Hey, speaking of IRL, in real life. Okay. How about an in real life live set? From our March show, Naomi. <laughs> oh, you know what? I'll let that segue stand. We have a wonderful, wonderful set from Larry Owens and Sydney Washington, NYC-based comedians. Larry has also written for True TV's Paid Off. He is a wonderful actor on and off Broadway. Sydney co-hosts the weekly show Comedy at the Knit at the Knitting Factory in Brooklyn and co-hosts the podcast Unofficial Expert. So you are in for a real treat. We are so excited. Naomi, I just want to say this. Remember two years ago when you and Larry were on a show together and this is the first time we met him and he Mm -hmm. just sang his way into our hearts. Sydney, an old friend of ours, you've heard her on the show before, another wonderful person. And they were both here in L.A., and we said, gotta have it, and now you get to get it. Roll it. That's why we're together. Yeah, but also, I'm your sloppy second, so you did the show before. Oh, yes, yes. (laughs) With Marie. There's no sloppy seconds here. You can, everybody can be Beyonce. We don't all have to be Michelle. We're all Beyonce. Standing next to you, I'm clearly an art house salon. No! (laughs) I'm the sister who's Uh. in Brooklyn. (laughs) You're Beyonce, you're Manhattan. Unacceptable. I'm I'm MoMA. (laughs) Listen, if you're a friend or partner of mine, confidence all the way to the sky. I can't hear that. That's not, no, that's not how I see you. Aww. You are my Beyonce in a hoodie, okay? (laughs) Ivy Park, that's what you are. Okay, wow. That that was a gentle read, and the audience (laughs) is getting in on it as well. You know what? I dress this way so that I am approachable, okay? (laughs) I'm so sexy that if I were to dress like Sydney, like a trollop, (laughs) you would not be able to take me, bitch. Trollop? Thank you so much. Trollop, is that my new Twitter name? Should I change it? (laughs) At Dirty Trollop. Yeah. Oh, now I'm dirty? Yeah, bust down Trollop on (laughs) us. Wait, I thought we were going to uplift each other and not read each other. I know, but honestly. We said that off stage. Shade is hitting with the crowd. I see. (laughs) 
anything like, for a laugh, you I love you, you in secret, okay. bitch. <laughs> You're such a At Michelle. Home, on the on the emergency <laughs> FaceTimes, it's all love. But here on the LA stage, you do what you have to do. You gotta do I what get you gotta it. do. No, you're dressed it. conservatively. You have your ankles covered. You have I on do. a boot, a, ch a chunk boot. Mm -hmm. um, you have on a turtleneck signature. Yes, this is what I do. I have like a an outerwear thing. That's my thing now. It's like just wear something that's bright outside, and then you have to worry about the inside. <laughs> you know. And I'm trying to bring turtlenecks like in. I'm trying to make it like a thing. Uh, like I want oh, them sorry. to wear. I want you to wear them in the summertime. You know. Okay, yes. 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 Also, I'm 34, and the neck is turning to paper mache. So, <laughs> just a low key, just trying to cover up my my flaws. I have none, but this is the only thing that I'm like. To hear stressful. someone say their age on stage. Yeah, that's what I do. And this is going to be on the pod, too. <laughs> yeah, extreme close-up, I'm crying. <laughs> <laughs> that was so hard for me to Wait, watch. but look at me, though. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> the listeners can't hear, but I mean, can't see. But like, honestly, truly, this is like too much. This lighting, I'm like blinding everybody. No, it's good. <laughs> this is good lighting. I like this. Mm -hmm. I like the stage. It feels comfy and cozy. It doesn't feel like we're from New York. It is, like your hoodie. <laughs> okay. Okay. Also, y'all not here for my okay. shade. Only Larry. All right. I okay. see who's the favorite already. Okay. Rude. <laughs> the favorite, yes, Olivia yes, Coleman, no, one of us is. <laughs> and one of us is Emma Stone. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Which isn't a read uh, to in some circles. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is stressful. Okay, so Larry, we became friends last year, right? Yeah, I've only been a comic for that amount of time. Oh, yeah. okay. That's <laughs> so. what we're telling the crowd? Yes, mm. yeah. But you're a performer forever. I'm a, okay, yeah, Stop check it. me. Yeah, I've been on stage before. But, okay. But your world, like, true, like, you are, like, the queen of the com of the New York comedy that scene. That is a lie. No, Don't that is that the truth. Don't say that in front of Naomi. Okay. A, like, that is the truth. Naomi's the queen. Naomi transplanted. Naomi's LA now. True. Naomi's LA now, and you've been on the ground floor, so, like, when I was a comic and, like, becoming a comic and just like seeing all these like posters like your name was everywhere i so. feel like you're calling me the glenn close of comedy right now everybody knows it for so long everybody knows you it's true but yeah. where is your trophy matrix anything for the Come people my neck, I see. Bitch. no this relationship it's cute it's dynamic it's dynamic there's push and pull you have you're, to have balance uh, honestly you're such you're such how many you think you should have balance no you are acting like a tina Knowles right now and i'm upset wait wait, wait go wait unpack that I mean, <laughs> I mean, she's not in the group, but she like pushes her way in with a captain on, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no. They're no. not liking my reads at all. The dresses. The Let's dresses workshop. From the early How do I make them better? How does it feel less? Can mean? you stop using the audience? <laughs> this is about us. You're right. You're right. Let's put up what's called in theater the fourth wall. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Well let's <laughs> let's talk about positive things. Yeah. How, yeah, uh, how we support each other. Yes. How how that's how our friendship really blossomed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you as um a chapstick lesbian. <laughs> me that's what I, wait, what is a chapstick lesbian? I don't know, I feel like you taught me that. No, I didn't. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I definitely didn't. It was my other friend. Okay, yes. Who um like swimming. <laughs> For the people who don't know me, I've been a lesbian full time five years now. But <laughs> Time. Yes. Applause. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> should, you should get that. Some people are just being gay on the weekends, and that's rude. That's not. <laughs> you're not putting in the right time, you know? <laughs> yeah, my vibe is full gay as yes, well. Yes, all the way. <laughs> You've been doing this, boo. Oh my God, I've been out here. Out here. Yeah, but just like by name, not really by activity. Yeah. Oh. I know, yeah, just like being slayed for being gay, but like not really busting it wide open. Ooh, yeah. you're modest. Yeah, you're all modest. of the persecution, okay. but none of the execution. Okay. <laughs> yes, so we're play. I'm here in LA. Okay, okay. So WGA West! <laughs> Calling out the unions. No, right. I love LA. <laughs> LA answers the question, what if the entire audience was industry? No, <laughs> I love if? it. I know, and I said my age, wow. And no, no, we're okay. obsessed. Okay. The now, transparency, you're relatable. Am I? Yeah, you're relatable, <laughs> Fish. Okay, if I was 25, everybody would be like, no. So you're right, you're right. <laughs> um, okay, so yes, you are my emergency contact. 
So when I'm in an emergency, meaning like I don't feel good about myself, I definitely call you. <laughs> <laughs> and I FaceTime you. We're do we better at like FaceTiming. Because yeah, face then I can make great. sure that you're paying attention. <laughs> Because you're always on Instagram. Okay. <laughs> I see your comments, and I was like, wow, you should be on my thread a little bit harder, but it's fine. Okay. Yeah. So that's at Larry Owens Live <laughs> for um, the people in the room and also yeah. listening at yes. home. That's my handle. A real plug. Yeah, no, I, I love when you call me because, like, I, like, I truly value black friendship in a way that I haven't before in my life. Yes. And also, like, I have five sisters and a mom, obviously. So, like, my entire life has been female-driven, so much so that I had to be taught what misogyny was. Ooh. I was like, people, I was like, wait, what? You, women, you think that women aren't smarter? What? I had, like, cognitive dissonance to uh -huh. that. So, uh -huh. I feel like you just, like, fulfill, like, you check all of these boxes, and you're just so sweet. Like, that was, like, the thing. Is that, like, when you watch Sydney do a comedy show in New York, like, she's slaying the room. She's off the cuff. It's Chris Rock in a push-up bra. But, <laughs> but this is also, like, the sweetest, kindest person. And then, like, you let me in. I do. And I, I love have it. To. You're, you're so special. Every time I see you on stage, I'm like, wow, he should be on every billboard. You should be in every theater. He kills it every, it doesn't matter how many people are in the <sighs> audience, you're crushing it Do you want to make out? <laughs> <laughs> I just have to break the tension. Okay. No, this is a good time to say that when we FaceTime, yes, Sydney shows me her boobs. The whole thing. Yes, without consent, which as we know it to be sexual assault. No, wow. But no, you paid, you paid a lot for them titties. I did. So I feel like you have to see them in yeah. a non-threatening way. Yeah, you know? and like from an artistic point of view, yes. like I think that really well done. Yeah, and and you're you're he's not my gay. Like some people are like take like they pick up gays and like this is my gay. Like you're my friend. I I'm not saying like you're the person that's like yes, bitch, and you want to grab my titties because you're get you respect me as a person. And I yeah, like that. <laughs> I you truly want nothing to nothing do with your body. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, at all. <laughs> like things that I want nothing to do with. <laughs> yeah, literally your body. I try. <laughs> I tried to tell Larry that my my thing wasn't like moist enough, and he's like, "I don't even want to. Why are you saying the word moist? Like that's rude." Oh yeah, didn't yeah. We do all. come upon awkward moments where where I'm coming from my queer perspective, and I might say things that are vulgar to Sydney's ears, and Sydney will you know come at me with like a you know a really really studied fem feminine point of view. Yes. That, um, <laughs> I like how the way you. Yeah, that. I'm being really sophisticated, sophisticated about, about it. it. Yeah. Because the words that she uses are rough. <laughs> <laughs> to me, to That's me. That's not true. To me. Okay, if you don't know the instrument of the vagina, like there's a lot of mystery there and um, for I me a lot of fear. No. <laughs> I say labia on a regular. It's in my vocab. Look at the men. They're like, is that a new shoe? They don't even know what it is. You got to keep it in the dialogue, okay? I'm here to just help, you know? Yeah. I wanna, you guys should know what it is. Yes. Do you know what it is, sir? Okay. You're He's like, I shouldn't know. I don't have to know. I see you guys are together. Cool, great. Um, Larry's a great person to watch a movie with. Ooh. Oh, we do, we do great Netflix movies the week it comes out. <laughs> yes. So you want to get ahead of the Twitterverse? Yes. You want to be able to see us comics? <laughs> if we don't make the joke first, we miss it. We do. So we did Napoli Ever After, Netflix. <laughs> no one. They were like, what? <laughs> they think that's a product. They think it's like something that you put in your hair. We okay. also, we did Bread Box. The day Bird Box, bitch. Oh, <laughs> uh, Trevante. I don't know. Trevante, bitch. Yes, that's yes. all I saw was that when he, when he bust Sandra Bullock wide open. Yes, we were so in excited about that. I was like, look at them looking beyond. Like, if there's apocalypse, you want a black man with abs busting you down, right? <laughs> <laughs> you don't want Steve Buscemi. We don't want that, right? <laughs> the regular movie will have Steve Buscemi. We don't want that. We want Trevante. Yeah. Um, what did we, did we accomplish a lot here tonight? I feel yeah, like. Yeah, wait, how do you think we did? <laughs> All right, that sounds great to me. I think our friendship will live to see another day. Yes, I love you, you Sid. <laughs> 
Hey guys, it's Bobby Bones. I host the Bobby Bones Show, and I'm pretty much always sleepy because I wake up at three o'clock in the morning. A couple hours later, I get all my friends together, and we get into a room and we do a radio show. We share our lives, we tell our stories, we try to find as much good in the world as we possibly can, and we look through the news of the day that you'll care about. Also, your favorite country artists are always stopping by to hang out and share their lives and music too. So wake up with a bunch of my friends on Big 104.7 in Pittsburgh or wherever the road takes you on the iHeartRadio app. And we're back! Naomi, what a wonderful live set. What a wonderful commercial they heard. How are you? I'm doing great. <laughs> How are I'm you? On cloud nine. How's your emotional? I'm still trying to let my rage go. You're letting go of target rage, and so I'm doing my best to be upbeat, but also give you your distance because you have to process. But I'll say this: that set helped lessen my rage, and I think this next set by us is also gonna lessen my rage because I think we knocked it out of the fucking park, <laughs> baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, this was our set from March's show. Please enjoy it. Roll it. I'm so, I cannot believe you guys. Like, I cannot, I cannot with this fucking rain. Los Angeles, what are we doing? Because, like, we're all only here for sunshine, correct? Isn't that the main selling point of the city? It is the sun. It is. It's the sun and this rain. I just feel like, I feel like I'm in a Bronte novel. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm just like sitting by a window waiting for my second cousin to marry me. (laughs) I'm on the moors, Andrew, I'm on the moors. That's how I feel. The only reason I'm here is the weather. It's supposed to be nice, the only reason. Wow. And now it's rainy, I'm ankle deep in water, and (laughs) I have to hear everyone in town talk about the box office for Medea's funeral. (laughs) I love love your your world, everyone's talking. Everyone's talking about the box office. What's the domestic take? <laughs> oh, Andy, how are you doing? Today? Yes. Or I in was general? I... Were you asking about my mental health in general? I mean, both. As I said, I did sleep most of the day. So <laughs> you had an experience. How this, was that? Uh, this, this really is the first time you and I are like checking in, aren't we? Yes. Yeah. It's best to do it in front of people. Yeah. <laughs> well, it keeps you honest. <laughs> it does. It does. So tell me. No, I'm looking in your eyes. I'm connecting. Okay. That's it. Okay. How am I? Yeah. Uh, oh, anxious. Wow. Wow. But that's, I mean, Jewish. So Yes, that's you know. a natural state. That's part and parcel of the religion. Do you guys notice Andy's wearing an East Dillon football t-shirt for all my Friday Night Lights heads? And it was very exciting. I had a, a, a gray and blue Dillon shirt, but then when, uh, has everyone seen the show? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Wow, you must. You must see Friday Night Lights. It's searing. It's a searing portrait of what it is to be a man, what it is to be American, what it is to have a dream. Um, I think so. You brought it into my life. I hadn't seen it. He had already seen it. It was like, we should watch this. And I think that was one of the highlights. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. 
What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. For our relationship. If only NBC had hired you to do promo, then <laughs> they would have never needed DirecTV to they take over part of the financing. I would have been... You and your Hollywood jargon. What is this? What are you becoming? You're becoming a monster. I see this town is destroying me, <laughs> and it's supposed to have nice weather. <laughs> I I'm bringing up the East Dillon shirt though, in part because I brought the shirt back for you from New York. I was in New York the week before last, and Andy was here, and that shit was beautiful. Wouldn't you say? Yes. Um, about a year ago, Nam and I were talking here on stage, I think, uh, about the fact that like, to keep a relationship going, you have to, you hashtag gotta miss a bitch. Hashtag gotta miss a bitch. We gotta get it trending. You need it. If you want love to last, you gotta take a break. We're nine years in. Nine years. You got to take a break. But I, just, sorry, in my head thinking about me saying gotta miss a bitch versus you saying it and just how like it doesn't sound right coming out it I sounds know. like i should be saying like well you must spend more time apart <laughs> like an accountant i know it's like if i programmed a robot to learn ebonics <laughs> it would be you saying gotta miss a bitch <laughs> robonics <laughs> robonics that's fun that's fun you're quirky bitch i'm gonna do it <laughs> Bust down, Tatiana. What does that mean? I did look up the lyrics to Tatiana, and then I had to look up some of the stuff on Urban Dictionary. <laughs> and in my mind, do you guys remember when, uh, in the last crusade, when the guy drank from the wrong grail? Yeah. Wow. That's exactly how I felt. <laughs> looking up uh, slang on Urban Dictionary. <laughs> Um, yeah, so so the thing was, we've been apart for a week, and it was wonderful. It was beautiful. It was. I've never felt closer to him than when we were away. I mean, again, in front of in front of God and our audience, um, what did you what did you do while I was while I was gone? How did you how did you live? What were the thing, What was the feelings you felt? You know what I mean? The freedom. Tell me how your freedom manifested. When Naomi's are, look, I like taking baths. I like putting a towel around my head. <laughs> Dropping a couple bath bombs in there, lighting a candelabra, just yeah. relaxing. Yeah, yeah. But when Naomi's around, it feels that feels extra. It feel I can't really <laughs> relax. I feel like Naomi, you are judging me in some <gasps> part for loving baths. What? I mean, look, I think that you're very tender, and that's something I love about you is that you love a good soak, a soak, a soak, and a viewing of the Good Wife is your best line. <laughs> That is his best life. That's true. And I love a fucking man with multitudes. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, okay, put together Ikea, take a soak. You know, do them both. I can watch a TV show about football and a TV show about Juliana Margulies yes. getting hers. <laughs> getting hers. But you, felt, but you felt like when I wasn't there, you could really just luxuriate. Yeah. How long did you stay in the bath? Ooh. Here's the thing about a bath. You got to take a nap, all right? So you... <laughs> And this time, I bought myself, I, I finally bought myself a bath pillow. So I could, it was, oh, it was wonderful. That you was go funny. in there, the hottest water possible, you get a glass of lemonade, it's great. Glass <laughs> of lemonade. Oh my God, you're like a PG Olivia Pope. You know? No red wine, just a little Trader Joe's locale lemonade. And then you take a nap, and then you wake up, you put some more warm water in. It's yeah. like a whole afternoon. Okay, so you so okay, so I'm not there. You're giving it a good like two hour yeah. soak. I see, I see. You're pruning up. Yeah. You're pruning up. Because I don't have to worry about you needing to use the bathroom. This is true. Or you judging me for taking the entire <laughs> afternoon. But I mean, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. If I I mean I I don't judge you, but I definitely do have to pee. So it's good that you had like two hours to yourself to really luxuriate without like a knock on the door or anything like that. That's beautiful. That's wonderful. You didn't tell me when we talked on the phone. It's funny because like we want to be apart, but then I will call Andy twice a day. 
with nothing to say. I don't have a damn word to say, but it'll literally be like, what you reading for? You know what I mean? Like nothing whatsoever. I just want to know what's happening. But then by like day three, I was like, I would call you. Because I feel like we're not great on the phone. Not in a, not like there's a problem on the phone as much as like, when you don't have anything to say, how does the conversation fucking go? You know what I mean? Like, what'd you eat? I don't know what you eat. You know what I mean? So it's very like boring. And then by day three, I was like, I'm going to stop calling you. This is ridiculous. Gotta miss a bitch. And then I would hang out, hang up. Which was ridiculous. Do you think, now I think we are bad on the phone because you and I will talk, but then we'll like fuck around playing like Candy Crush or something while we're talking. I'm not doing that, Andrew. (laughs) Wow. Well, that that theory goes out the window. (laughs) Okay, well I'm bad on the phone talking to you because I'm <laughs> fucking around playing Candy Crush Jelly. Not the original, okay? <laughs> Someone said, oh yeah, thank that's you, cool. You. We got a jelly head in the crowd. <laughs> so you're, you're just bad on the phone. But here's the thing. Were we, when we first started dating, was this, is this something that's historical? That's always been a problem for us? Or is this now that we're nine years in that we're just kind of like, I don't, yeah, sure, whatever you like. We just want to hear. I want to hear your voice. Right. I want to connect in that way. Right, right. But I don't care about the content necessarily. <laughs> this is revealing. <laughs> this is huge. Um, uh, sure, Andrew. Um, no, but I think it was always because. Because you were always someone from the very beginning. Because the first two years of our relationship, before we lived together, I was in Harlem. Andy was in Greenpoint, Brooklyn. And if you guys, so if you need to compare that for L.A., that's like um, Santa Monica to... Minnesota. Correct. That is that distance (laughs) we were trying to cover. Um, So we would do a lot of phone calls during the week. But you would literally, you'd be like, you would legit tell me everything you would eat in that day. And that would be your idea of, like, sharing. And I'd be like, I don't care about this bagel. And so I feel like that was always for you the way we would connect. And I was literally like, because in the beginning I was like, this is so sweet. And then I'd be like, why are you telling me this? And you were like, I don't know, it's what I talked to my parents about. (laughs) How many knishes did you eat? (laughs) Look, again, Jewish, there's two things we talk about, food going in and anxiety about food going out. Those are the two things. (laughs) Yep, 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 yep. I get it. I think we did okay, but it was like really good then when I got back. But also because it's like it is because I think the thing is too, I'm very messy, not in a dirt way. I will fucking clean some grout. I don't like bacteria as a concept, but <laughs> my jeans are hanging over the dining table. Do you know what I mean? So when I'm not there, I come home. The house is like Andy has lived his truth, fucking in order, spotless. You don't see no cat hair, neat piles of things. You know, you're like very tidy, and then I come and fuck up your whole vibe. You're like a crime scene, like when you've left a room. <laughs> You could have a detective come in and try to figure out, like, why, like, well, she left jeans here. She must have been in a hurry. She wasn't. (laughs) Okay, so you're just going to read me like Braille in front of our whole damn audience today. All right, all right, put it out there, bitch. Put it out there. That's what I do. That is what I do. I don't know what the line is. (laughs) Have I crossed it? Are we okay? No, 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 I love it. You know, I think there's nothing more bonding than a gentle roast. You know, a roast, a braise, if you will. A that's broil. How, yes, that's, that's how you know you're close. So I love it. I, I mean, what it is to truly be seen. What it is to be seen by someone else. Just some jeans hanging over. <laughs> it's fine. But then it was so funny because when I did come home, Andy was like, Naomi, look what I got. And he literally showed me the bath pillow, which is just a square. So I go, what is it? And he's like, a pillow for the bath. And I was like, I'm proud of you. This is the way you can take care of yourself when I'm not around. Is the reason that you don't feel like we need to have children because of my enthusiasm over little things like that, which is like childlike. I don't like, I'm saying the sentence and as I was saying it, I realized we're in front of a lot of people and that admitting to being childlike when you're in your 40s now, um, (laughs) not sexy. Correct, not sexy. Cool. <laughs> or cool. Any or positive adjective. It's not any of those things. Um, it's okay. You mm. No, that's not why we're not having children, though. Because I think you have a child's sense of wonder. Yeah. Which would make you a wonderful parent. 
because I'm the impatient one. You know what I mean? I think Andy would be the parent who would be like, yes, we'll play in your make-believe world. And I'd be like, mama got to rest. You know what I mean? I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't be cool, and I feel like he'd be good at it. You'd be good at it, wouldn't you? Uh, do, you guys, do you find that your love is rekindled when you spend time apart from your mate? Factual yeses. Great. Factual low energy yeses. <laughs> That's the way we get this show rolling. <laughs> I concur, they say. Oh, yeah, we spend the first 10 to 15 minutes taking polls of the audience. Right, And just right, writing right, down right. the results. Getting them in, like, an educational space yeah. as much as possible. Because I, I was trying to think of, like, what the best relationship would be, like, what the best job is, and I thought astronaut, married astronaut. Because you're away for, you go to the moon. <laughs> I don't know. See, you think like you need that kind of distance to like really long for someone. But to me, I feel like an astronaut and a land lover, that's going to be hard. A land lover, someone living on land, your lover who's on land. A land lover? <laughs> okay. Well, I said astronaut, not pirate. <laughs> I just was like an, an astronaut with a person on Earth. I feel like imagine how boring those phone calls would be. An astronaut's like, yeah, I was chilling with some rocks. That would be so boring. They didn't get it. It's fine. <laughs> I was spitballing. You know what I'm saying? It's fuck shit. I'm being open. No, okay? I, hey, I support you over them. Thank I you get so it. much. I get it. I saw some moon dust. What do you want to hear from me, Diane? <laughs> bro, bro, we got a podcast, though. Hey, yo, we got a podcast, though. Hey, bro, we got a podcast, though. Hey, yo, we got a podcast, flow. Hey. You ever listened to a rapper that you're rocking with and thought a bit about how hip-hop is mixed with politics? We made a podcast to delve into the topics with some rapper kids and activists from all across the continents. Waiting on reparations, yeah, it's obviously fresh. It's the podcast where hip-hop and politics connect. It's a little mix between culture, music, history, songs you should be listening, and topics we suggest. Yeah, we'll get another dress when we talking with a guest. Dope knife. Lingua Franco, you'll be rocking with the best. I've been marching in my kids and organizing my neighbors. Did my doctorate defense and literacy. Education. I would battle in my mama's kitchen. Started winning competitions. Rapper and producer. I'm a rapper and a politician. Leave him gobsmacked. Now stop that debating. Check the podcast, iHeart Reparations. Listen to Waiting on Reparations on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. Naomi, I wanted to read this to you. Now, if you, if you, uh, if you remember... Moments ago. Yes. And also weeks ago. Yes. <laughs> uh, we talked about Bust Down, Fatiana. <laughs> <laughs> the song's actually called Fatiana. And I don't know why I said that, but uh, I made a joke about like a robot saying it. Yeah. And uh, it's just so funny to me, like whenever white media writes about black things, mm -hmm. it tends to be in that kind of like, uh, like they're almost covering like an alien civilization in some way. This. Uh, article when I was looking at the, up uh, the lyrics to Tatiana because mm -hmm. I was like is it about what I think it's about <laughs> uh, bust down Tatiana memes are taking over and it's all thanks to Blueface's viral hit which of course these memes wouldn't exist without the song and the video anyway but it's explaining what Tatiana is mm -hmm. Blueface's 2018 club jam Tatiana is being turned into a meme and the song is so addictive you'll be saying bust down Tatiana to yourself for the foreseeable future. <laughs> for the foreseeable future. Um, and then there's a little thing that says, what does bust down Tatiana mean? Tatiana is the nickname that Blueface is assigned to an anonymous sexual partner in the song. <laughs> Tatiana presumably plays on the name Tatiana and the usage of the word thought to describe a promiscuous person. In an interface with Genius, Blueface explained the meaning behind Tatiana. Quote, so what really inspired... So what, yeah, this is right. So what really inspired that was thoughts, sluts, whores. I love all y'all, man. I love all the thoughts and all the whores. End quote. And then it just says, fascinating. Okay. That's the author saying, fascinating. Bust or bust down, both seem to be widely used, may also be a colloquialism for performing sex acts. <laughs> Colloquialism for performing sex acts. This couldn't be wider if it was a blank piece of paper. <laughs> Some have also interpreted the song to mean, quote, get down on the dance floor, unquote. <laughs> That's so fun. I like that you have your own special corner of the internet that explains things to you. 
not it, you personally, yes, but like that there's you like meant. a part of the internet that just like, what is the simplest, most direct, driest academic way of explaining what is happening here? Oh, there is definitely an academic paper somewhere that's that's uh, like those hoes over there, a Derrida, Derrida <laughs> explains thoughts or something like that. Oh my God. That deconstructionism over there. Derrida on thoughts. You know who aren't thoughts? Our next duo. <laughs> I thought you were going to I knew ask. the answer. I knew the answer. I was waiting for you to. I wanted you to pick it up like, like in ska music. Did I don't you know. get my reference? Anyway, the point is I want you guys to hear this wonderful set from our next two comedians. This next set is from Brooke Van Poppelen and Jocelyn Hughes. They are two of the co-hosts of the podcast Side Work, which is all about their experiences as waitresses. So a lot of good stories. Brooke Van Poppelen's a comedian, actor, and host of the true TV show Hack My Life. Jocelyn's appeared on MTV Comedy Central E, and she wrote the book DIY Damn It. So, strap in for a fun time from two old friends. Roll it. Oh, God, put it down. I, I, I just found out that putting your purse on the floor is bad luck. Terrible luck. Okay, and maybe that's why I don't book anything. I'm, okay, all right. But it's just years, decades of putting the old purse on the ground. Um, hey everyone, I'm Brooke, this is Jocelyn, hey. Oh God, thank you. (laughs) I know everyone just already immediately recognized us from our, uh, six-week-old podcast, um, (laughs) which is topping the charts, but we're just trying to get the name out there. Was on SoundCloud SoundCloud (laughs) first. It should be called SoundCloud, you know, just like, good luck, getting followers, do, 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 um. It's bad. Anyways, it's fresh. Uh, it's fresh. No, not the podcast. Just, just the whole, the, the whole way I pronounce words. <laughs> no, just the whole trajectory of trying to think you're gonna uh, make it with the podcast. Anyways, uh, not that so much. Uh, so I, I wanna, I wanna lay down a little history. Jocelyn and I, I think I did Wait, the math. Can we address that we look exactly the same? Listen, I showed up at, I showed up at your place. Well, first of all, this is out there. I copied her haircut. It's fine. Okay, listen. She approved it. It's 2019. We share clothes. I'm 40. She's getting close. Everyone is just like, let's get a shag uh, because we're white. And it's just like, it's just full on the new like, I live in LA. Make me Am I in an indie band? And difficult hair. Um, Maybe. (laughs) Like, because. No, but it's also. Maybe. I don't don't know my indie girl thing. I actually have an idea how indie girls sang. It's well, actually, no. Th- I think the theory I was working on a little more is sorry to get back on podcasts, but we're on one and we have one. But uh, every murder <laughs> podcast that's coming out lately, especially about like Wondery, every podcast that Wondery puts out, you all listen to the new one, like Over My Dead Body. Yeah. It's topping the charts right now. <laughs> Move over, Dr. Death. No, but like every murder podcast is like is like basically like white uh, guy and girl blues who is like somebody died like every intro song for every fucking wonder is like oh somebody died in the swamp and then it's like haunted child ghost female voice is like I didn't do the crime. Um, do you watch Married at First Sight? Does no. anybody watch Married at First Sight? <laughs> it's like. Second level reality show. It's like a D-list so, uh, uh, reality watched, show. Yes. And they're married. They get at married first at first sight. Okay, great. Um, <laughs> self-explanatory right there, but all the music they use is like free music. And, oh. and the story editors are like, yeah, fuck this job. Because it'll be like, it's getting real hot. There's sweat on my butt. And then he'll be like, <laughs> he'll like cut to them in their apartment. He's like, man, getting really hot. There's sweat on my butt. Like, it's like, <laughs> I don't know where it's Wait, coming from. Wait, did we just create a job for ourselves, maybe? Maybe we should come up with jingles. We um, do do a lot of singing. We do do a lot of singing, but uh, we've been buddies for 16 years, which is wild. <laughs> Thank you. We met when we were embryos. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm barely 21. Um, no, I, ar- I already admitted my age, so mm. that joke won't work, but... We uh, we lived together in Chicago, New York, and now L.A. Not together the whole time. Thank you. Uh, she rescued me from my first marriage. Um, 
which was really fun, right? Did we all have that friend who, when you're like, my marriage is falling apart, the one that was already a joke, and uh, <laughs> that lesson, yeah, it was it was very much a joke. Um, he's definitely gonna listen to this, by the way. I, he's uh, he's very interested in what I do, but, uh, but no, but also to see if we later. talk about him for sure. Totally okay. gonna listen to this. Um, what was I gonna say? I was no, we moved in together because it benefited me as well because oh I was I'm in glad. this adorable studio apartment in Chicago on the corner of Belmont and Broadway. It was $650 a month. It was huge. It was awesome. But I wanted a dog so badly. Oh, and they wouldn't let you. They wouldn't let me have a dog there. So I was like, I'll move in with you. Will you help me raise a dog? Right. <laughs> 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 Meanwhile, I was just like, I've been looking for a hero. Like it was, she was just like, girl, I got you. I have a Volkswagen Jetta. We're going to move your shit. You know, we are going to, and I remember my hand shaking when we signed the lease. I was like, I've never paid $600 for rent. <laughs> uh, fully the most I'd ever paid in my yeah. whole fucking life. Yeah, and, and I was just like, like, I don't know how I'm going to do it. Um, we lived in a palace. It was so big. Jesus That parking. The uh, whole thing, a fireplace. Uh, it was beautiful. So we uh, we were comedy partners for a long time in uh, Chicago, mm -hmm. yep. and we were roommates. And then, um, you know, s I, I don't, I kind of forget. I don't have the details. You might know better than I do. I didn't actually get divorced for a long time. I just left, and then didn't <laughs> deal didn't deal I with the paperwork. Um, and then I was like, I'm moving to New York. And I remember I left you in the apartment. You didn't like that. Well, I what <laughs> happened was uh, Brooke, <laughs> Brooke okay, said, I'm going to New York uh, for, a, for a weekend. And then she just didn't come back. I get it. <laughs> and she said, hey, I'm living the dream. Uh, do me a fave real quick. Box up my stuff and send it to me, will ya? And I was like, mm, I don't know. Gonna have to think about that. I was like, but Joss, I found you a subletter. Um, you know, which is the person I've been fucking. Uh, you know, who's not ready Jesse? to move to New York yet. Jesse. Yeah, who, yeah whatever. Cute. It's all right. He's fine. Uh, he's <laughs> the world's youngest sommelier. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> Master Sommelier uh, tried to hook up with me in New York years ago again. He's married. Guess what? He's fat from wine tasting after all these years. He just drinks too much wine at all times. But so anyways, that was like I, I, got, a, I got to New York because that was kind of both of our plan. You know, we were like, let's get the fuck out you of here. You inspired me to move to New York because well, you're absolutely. like, we got to get the fuck out of Chicago, man. Here's like, it's thing. not going to happen for us here. No. We got to get out. I've seen the light. Like no, you visited once and you're like, you came back and you're like, oh, man, you're like, this is a comedy scene. It, I mean, Chicago was amazing. We started with people who are aggressively famous <laughs> right now. And, you know, it was just, it was always like, I feel like it was always Joss and I. It was like me and Joss versus the world. And mm, that crew didn't always embrace us because we had ideas and we were uppity and we were women. Uh, so they didn't want to slot us on shows and what have you. So then we came to New York to be fully ignored as well. <laughs> and it's so uh, true. It was just one of those but things. At the height of our, our comedy was like everything. I mean, nonstop. I was like zeroed in on it. We... Wrote a sketch show together. We did, we did, and we got aggressive matching haircuts back in the day too, Again. which I think is important. It's a too. theme. I had a faux hawk, and uh, <laughs> but that's the haircut you get when you want uh, people to not love you. <laughs> and, and I got all my, I cut all my hair off after I broke up with this guy because, again, the no love thing kind of makes you want to cut your hair off. Do you guys understand that? How do you repel everyone? You know? How do you, anyways? But so we, we really thought our ticket out uh, or ticket in. I don't know what it was. I was like, where else are we going? Um, she did eventually leave me for L.A. Uh, but we had a really great sketch show in our minds. This is our binder for it. This is our binder. We dug this up. This is an 11-year-old gem. Because uh, we've been saying for the last 11 years that we're going to bring it back. We're going to. Now we put it out into the world. At one point it's when she back. was living in New York, we like had our like maybe it was like monthly check-in. And we were like, we should um, 
yeah, why don't we do a bi-coastal? Like, I was like, I'll fly into New York. Really? <laughs> we'll, get that, we'll get that sketch show back up and running. Um, but here's the thing. So we're both, like, aggressively Midwestern. You know, I'm from the Detroit area. She's born and raised outside of Chicago. So, like, what are you going to do? We all grew up on, like, morning zoo radio. You know, fucking shock jocks, the whole thing. I fucking hate them to pieces. And so we, we, wrote, uh, we wrote a script... Well, well, we this were gonna, is we part of our show. This is part of our show. We have the audio from when we actually did it, but uh, we found out that Virgil can't support much tech. Uh, <laughs> so we're going to do it live. But uh, this would like run while we were like changing costumes backstage. Oh, for the is next that how it would go? God, yeah. I don't remember. I just, it's pretty Oh, yeah, because then we would start the music. It was So this is one of the sketches um, that we wrote in 2008 that ran through the whole show. This kept coming oh back. Oh, yeah, Imagine this was that. Like the running gag yeah, through the whole okay. sketch show. Uh, and please, please forgive me that I don't have a garage band to enhance <coughs> my <coughs> vocal sound effects. Uh, so it starts out, the title of the sketch is called Shit Rock. Okay, Radio FX. <laughs> shit, 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 shit rock. You're listening to Shit Rock FM. 87.3 PEWP on your dial. Driving you home from work tonight, I bet that bumper to bumper is a bitch. Probably enough to make you want to shit rock all over the roads. <laughs> Don't take an emodium just yet. We're shitting out a full hour of Kenny Loggins. Evan Essence. Striper. And Maroon 5. We knew. We knew even then. We knew. Stay tuned, folks. That's right. And it's almost time for the 6 o'clock shitstorm. Sirens go off like crazy with poop noise. Great. Okay, great. That was fun. Okay. Whoa, barely made it through that one. Hell of a shitstorm, I'll tell you. You thought hurricanes were bad. I'm looking at our next hour here, and what, whoa, is going to make you clench your buttocks? Going to make you run to the bathroom with music from Dave Matthews. Nickelback. Meatloaf. Rat. And more. <laughs> Keep listening to Shit Rock 87.3 PEWPFM. You might rock so hard you poop a little. Just kidding. You're going to shit, shit, shit your pants. But now it's time for a Shit Rock block. You're going to rock so hard it's like you haven't made a BM for a month with music from Toto. <laughs> Sorry. Toad the Wet Sprocket. Goo Goo Doll. Celine Dion. 98 Degrees. Air Supply. Candlebox. LaToya Jackson. Dan Fogelberg. Spin Doctors. Silver Chair. White Snake. Lip Biscuit. Boingo Boingo. Yanni. Matchbox 20. Asia. <laughs> but now, one of the hardest rocking bands from the 80s, Warlock. Anyways, um... <laughs> That felt good to do. It felt aggressively natural. What the fuck? Um, Okay. Thank you. Take your binder. Ooga! (laughs) That's my best drive time. (laughs) Sound Naomi. Uh, it was good. The yeah, spot on. I'm glad. I'm glad they did it live too. It was very funny. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, Brooke and Jocelyn. What a delight. Uh, Everyone, thank you so much for listening. I will say this, my rage is dissipated. Yes, it just takes one episode. Float one into the ether. couples therapy session to loosen you up. I believe that uh, bust down. I bust down on my rage. Nope, <laughs> nope, that is not the correct way to use it. Okay, guys, we will see you next week. Thank you, bye. Bye. The producer of the Baller Alert Show podcast featuring none other than myself and the kid Ferrari Simmons with your favorite Ethiopian Sue Solo. <laughs> 
Show podcast is here for you, keeping you in the know with the latest of your favorite celebrities, current events, and providing free games to the listeners in need. So join the talk of the town because it's going down. It's the Brawler Alert Show podcast, baby. Don't, don't you ever forget. We not only cover the latest in entertainment, but we bringing you the entertainment directly from the source. That's right. We have celebrity guest hosts, exclusive interviews, and it all goes down on the Baller Alert Show podcast. We are your number one source for the culture. So like DJ Khaled says, don't ever play yourself. Join the conversation today. Head on over to the Ball Alert Show and join me, Ferrari Simmons. Join me, Sue Solo. And it's all produced by me, OCT, on the Ball Alert Show podcast. Available on iHeartRadio app. On Apple Podcasts. Or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Tom Colicchio. I'm a chef, a restaurateur, food advocate, and the host of the new podcast called Citizen Chef on iHeartRadio. People might turn on the news and see the stories about the pandemic, immigration policy, or healthcare. Icy stories about food. On this podcast, we'll tour the current political climate, looking for inroads to food wherever we could find them. From the supply chain, and we hear that Tyson might be closing another plant Monday in Tennessee for to labor. It's an executive order on immigration. We want Americans to have the jobs. We want Americans to have the health care. We want to take care of our citizens first. And disaster relief. Our systems cannot handle true disaster, this pandemic. That is the reality. These are the stories of our food. Episode one of Citizen Chef is available now. Subscribe and listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.